Hi, I'm Annette Rue, and this is Ruminate on That. This season of preparing for Christmas often has a lot of emotions connected to it. We experience happiness at getting to be in touch again with family and friends. We feel excited as the buildup to Christmas Day comes closer, especially when you're a kid. I always feel more sentimental at Christmas. I think back to some really meaningful moments of Christmas pasts, but we also feel sometimes some difficult emotions. For some, the holiday season brought out the worst in family members. Sometimes the festivities got a little crazy and the memories were not always sweet. So there are also those who still experience profound sadness, remembering those that we love and have lost. My love for Christmas is something I really got from my mom. She passed away in February of 2017, and I still think about her ginormous Christmas tree every time I'm decorating mine. As soon as we start baking anything in our house, the smells take me back to her kitchen, covered in flour and chocolate, her pretzel houses and cookie parties. I still wish I could call her to ask what she did to that ham that made it taste so good. I think about her even more during Christmas, and that's not always easy. One of my closest friends lost a baby this year. My ex-husband's mom lost her battle due to complications from COVID, so my two oldest children lost another grandmother. Another friend from high school just tragically lost her husband and son in a plane crash last week. It has devastated the whole community. As a human family across this globe, We've experienced a lot of loss. Intense emotions come from that. Our Heavenly Father has designed these emotions to be a big part of living a life and a life that's full and abundant. It's an important part of our humanity. Emotions are not right or wrong. They are morally neutral. They're in fact a gift from God to help us fully experience the best and worst moments in life. And our response to them changes us. Numbing out the difficult emotions results in also numbing out happiness, joy, and excitement. But it's not always easy to roll with the ebb and flow. Can you imagine the emotions in God's origin story when he sent Jesus to this world? Mary and Joseph were forced to leave their home and their families at a time when they needed support more than ever. It was a 90-mile journey on foot or by donkey and Mary was pregnant. In Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, we read, At that time, the Roman emperor, Augustus, decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea. That's David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took Mary with him to whom he was engaged, who is now expecting a child. This census was forced by their captors. Uh, The Jewish people were not free in the Roman Empire, and they were forced to do this census. It did not matter that Mary was pregnant and that that was a terrible time for her to be traveling. It was a very difficult journey to Bethlehem, and they were alone when they needed people around them more than ever, people that believed in them and supported them. 
And along this journey, they had to deal with wild animals. There were bandits often that would be along these well-traveled roads. And they likely took eight to even 10 days to get there, traveling all day long. Normally they could cover 20 miles in a day, but because Mary was pregnant, it's likely they did not try to do that, maybe 10 miles in a day. Her first child, and for those of you that are a mother, you understand the waterfall of emotions that happens, especially with your first pregnancy. And think about Joseph and all that he is facing, the uncertainty in this amazing promise, but still the scrutiny that they had gone through. The relationship had already been difficult for this young couple. I can imagine there were so many mixed emotions that they were still working through. They knew something huge was about to happen, but still had really no idea how it would all unfold. They likely felt very alone, away from home. Unfortunately, the holidays sometimes leave people feeling alone with a whole mixed bag of emotions. Some are alone by choice. Some are alone because of circumstances beyond their control. Like last year, for many of us, it was COVID. Some are alone because of brokenness. It's just not easy to be alone during a season that is known for gathering and celebrating. You feel out of place. I wonder if Mary and Joseph felt displaced in Bethlehem. No family there to support her during giving birth. No friends to come and celebrate the new baby with them. This huge promise, but an extremely understated event. Mary and Joseph were alone in it, but God was present to them in their wandering. Jeremiah 33 is one of the Bible passages that talked about God fulfilling his promise to his people. In verse 14, it says, The day will come, says the Lord, when I will do for Israel and Judah all the good things I have promised them. In those days and at that time, I will raise up a righteous descendant from King David's line. He will do what is just and right throughout the land. In that day, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this will be its name. The Lord is our righteousness. God made a promise in Jeremiah and he keeps it in Bethlehem. Jesus was born and nothing will ever be the same again. He showed up for Mary and Joseph. He showed up for us by sending his son and he will show up for you when you need him. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Today in a world that makes the barn in Bethlehem feel like a very long time ago, God calls us to come together and remember his promise. Even though days are sometimes dark, we have hope knowing that Jesus, our Savior, was born in Bethlehem and it changed everything. He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. He is the light that has come to bring hope into this world. It shines as brightly now as it did then. The darkness didn't overcome it then. It never will. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the way you sent Jesus into this world. You chose to incarnate yourself into a family that had little else but love on the night you were born. You were there with their little family when no one else could be. Thank you that you continue that promise today to be God with us. You see our hearts. You know the emotions that ebb and flow. You know the pain and the joy we feel. Lead us this Christmas to a place of healing from those painful experiences especially as so many are reminded during this time. 
Help us to see the ways that you are showing up for us in the lonely moments and help us to see the same need in those around us so we can respond to each other in kind. Thank you for the hope that endures. Help us to share it and not hoard it. It is with joy that we draw closer to your light as we draw closer to Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.